Real Music Matters. Morning. Hope you're very well. Uh, Stephen Bailey's my guest. Hello. Oh, there he is. Am I here? Yes, you are Thanks here. Thanks for having us. You're live in the flesh. Uh-oh. Do you have a script? <laughs> no. I was getting worried Surely. your lovely personality was all scripted by oh, it's Mr all... Absolute. No, it's all fake, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you think I could be this nice all the time? Yes, I can. No, I no. can't believe it. Oh, I'm a horrible man. I don't think that's true. Oh, One I can, bit. I mean, I can turn. I will. I hope you can. But... <laughs> <laughs> he started. Look at that. Ten past eight. Crikey. Well, no. He treats this show like grinder. It's well, not. This it is, is not. I am going to break you into submission. <laughs> wow. Right. Yeah. This is. This has gone dark. You're going to love me by the end of this show. I already love you. No, but in the good way. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get one of your houses. <laughs> Where real music matters. Pancake day this that, Tuesday. Oh, yeah. When are we Are we getting pancakes in the studio? No, we don't do things like that. What do you mean you don't do things like well, that? Well, there's no way of cooking them. Like, getting a, there's, no, there's no fire here. So this isn't like... There is a fire. Well... Between you and I, there's a fire. Apart from that fire. I would just like to say I was in Brighton last night performing to the gays. Oh, was you? And I made it back for you. If well, that's that, not love, I don't know what is. Well, I'm honoured. I'm honoured. How, how were they? They were great. Yeah? You know what they're like. The gays and the greys, they're who you want. Absolutely. The grey pound. The grey pound. The pink pound. The pink pound. <laughs> what's like a what's like straight pound? It's just it's called the pound. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you straights have it so easy. I know, <laughs> I'm not saying it's right. I'm just telling you how it is. It's not right, but it's okay. Who sings that song? And not you. No. No. Do you think do you love my dulcet tones in the morning? I mean they they grow on me. I sound like a smoker, don't I? You do actually. Yeah. You sound like. Um, yeah, don't say it. <clears throat> don't say it. What was I gonna know s- what you're going to say? What was going to say? Like Bet Lynch or something. It was going to be Bet Lynch. It, it was, it was be... literally going to be Bet Lynch. We're so in tune. Or Deirdre. <laughs> oh no! It's got, you got a sort Deirdre. of de- yeah, you got a sort of Deirdre sound. Can yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, if you are around this morning, give us a call if you want. I know. I mean, nobody ever does, Stephen. I say it, but nobody does. Because then, like happy. Who can be normal bothered? human race are still asleep. Anyone normal is still asleep. Anyone normal is they're hungover. It's only us freaks. If anything, the people we want to listen to this show get up when this show ends. <laughs> I mean, there is an element of that. <laughs> Not at all. Sorry to ruin your dreams. No, we're, this this is a legendary time to be up and about. I think you know. What I mean, this is a time where only legends are up. Are we the Chris Evans of the weekend? I would say we are. Yeah. You be Chris, I'll be Well, Zoe. you're more Chris, aren't you? Because you're wow. carrot top. So we're being gingist is this that, early. Is that a thing? Yes. Not a thing. Go to Scotland and ask. I will not. <laughs> I will not do that. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, hope you're very well. It's the Jason Manford Show. Stephen Bailey's here. Still here. Living the dream. I really am living the dream today. Just... You know when it's like bring your son to work day. That's what I feel like. Mm. Insult. That, Not really an insult. Kind of. You're like my daddy of comedy. How old are you? Stage age twenty four. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Get on the Wikipedia. How old are you? Me. I am uh, stage age thirty seven. No, I am actual <laughs> age. 30, I'll be thirty eight in May. Are you? Mm. I mean, I look older. You're dead young. I know. We I'm really 20... could be in a relationship. Could we though? Yeah, and I think it looked... there's a real thing in the way of that. Um, what your love for it, me? 
the fact that you ghosted me for six months over the summer. I've not ghosted you. We well, just have we have a turnaround of guests, Stephen. You've got to let it go. But you didn't want to just check in to see how your little snookums was. I, I saw how you were because I saw you presenting on Channel Five, and I Wait, thought you mean on Celebs on the Farm. On Celebs on the Farm, swiftly followed by Celebs on the Ranch coming this April. <laughs> yes, Channel Five. Yes. Okay. Cool. So I knew you were all right because I saw you there on the farm with lots of celebrities, and I thought, oh, he's fine. He's gone that way. You didn't think you'd check career. in when you've seen like Louis Spence high kicking around that I might just need some, no, some time. That looks like things are going fine. <laughs> if Louis Spence is around, yeah, what's not to well, love? Where is he now? He doesn't do Sunday mornings. No, he no, really doesn't. He really doesn't. No, uh, I did a tour with <clears throat> Louis Spence. Did you? We did the producers together. Did you? Yeah, no. I was uh, Leo Bloom, and he played Carmen Gay. And uh, he was actually phenomenal. He was really brilliant. He's a fantastic entertainer. He played Mr. In Cats, I can't say it, Mr. Mustopolis. Yes, uh, yeah. I know who you mean, but I can't Thank say you. it either. I can't say it with this lisp. You can't what? Say it with this lisp. No, you can't. I can't even say lisp. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my life is hard. Somebody's rang. Oh, who? Even though I just said nobody ever rings. It's because you I, begged. I basically begged and I guilt-tripped Rachel <laughs> into calling. Good morning, Rach. Good morning. Morning, where are you calling from? At Yorkshire. Oh, lovely stuff. How's it up there this yeah. morning? We're down in London. Yes. Uh, lovely sunshine. Yes. Is uh, it? It's, yes. Crikey. Yes, very pleasant. Oh, yes, I know. Wow. Well, huh. Yeah, well, yes. I, it, we're, we're going to get it, apparently. So I've heard. Storm. Yeah, oh, I see. Fair enough. <laughs> and what, Rachel, <laughs> it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and what has, what has dragged you up this morning, Rach? I have to, well, I don't have to, but I walk my two little dogs every single morning without fail mm. at seven o'clock. Ah, OK, so that's your thing. But is it because yeah. they're, they're like... Or is it... No, they're not. No, they're, they, <laughs> they sleep in little cages. Right. Uh, because that's like Stephen. What's... Uh, correct. Well, the little Dashrunts and Dashrunts like. Don't call him that. Uh, He's a lovely fella. <laughs> 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 they like cozy sort of beds. They don't have a bed. Oh, okay, the fair enough. So they're up. They're up bright and early, and you're out in the Yorkshire sunshine having a cracking time. Yes. yes. Oh, what and then a treat! I've been out in the garden, watering all my plants. What? These are things you've already done. Yes. Oh my goodness! I'd I'm... still be unconscious if I wasn't here. <laughs> I've had quarter of a cup of tea. And that's it. I've finished mine. I, I can't remember what a lion is like. Yeah, but it sounds it. like it's like it's your own fault. Like you, you could walk those dogs <laughs> at half ten, Rach, and they well, would be fine really. with it. Really? They'll, they'll be well. They'll be crossing the legs for little things. <laughs> they'd, they'd get used to it. Are you one of those people that starts twitching if you like wake up and stay in bed for longer than two minutes? Yeah. Oh, oh no, that's I'm not. My nightmare. Sorry. No, yeah. I'm, I'm up and out. Oh, yeah. I'm an up and out sort morning, of guy. I'm a morning person, you see. You're either a morning person yeah. or you're a night. Agreed. I'm a night person. So I'm I'm a morning person. I am so neither. I, yeah. So I'm whoever or... I sort of with, I, yeah. they have to be a morning person. I can't have them in bed. Fair play, Rich. While I'm walking the dogs because no. they'll be expecting breakfast in bed and oh. I don't stand it. Oh, crikey, Rachel, no. I can't have yeah. any of that. Well, look, <laughs> thanks for calling, Rachel. Really lovely yes. to hear from you. Yes. yes. Have, have a lovely day. Yes, you too. All right, ta-ta. Bye. There you go. You can give us a call if you want. Um, you know, literally. We'll the church giggles again. I thought Rachel was taking over the show. I mean, I'm, she's on next week. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
plenty of people up and about, Stephen. So many people Loads are up of them. It's dead outside. That is that central London though. That's there's nothing happening in, on a Sunday morning here. I can't believe that. What a bread roll's called? That's a muffin. A... <sighs> I want a chips and gravy muffin. Muffin is it's got blueberries in it or chocolate. Don't you start with me. That's not a muffin, is it? You're from near me. I know, but I don't know how we're so how you're so wrong. Well. I'm right. That's if we're going to continue it's, this relationship, you're going to have to know that I'm always right. It's a it's a bap. Just so you know, it's not a bap. Of course, it's a bap. It's a muffin, or I will give you a roll <sighs> if in London. Roll at a push. I'll take roll, but I'll go bap all day long. No, you look, won't. Anyway, look. This is the problem. You can't have these conversations. I've seen people fighting in car parks, oh. kicking each other's head in. It's a it's a roll. It's a bap. It's a bash. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You can't. People kick off about these things. Are you about to, like, take charge by saying this is your show and that you're right? Not at all. Okay, great. No, but, I mean, that's that's the unsaid. Are you about to fire me in the first hour? <laughs> Not at all. Because... We, I've got Stephen Merchant coming in after 10pm. Oh, at 10 the better sorry. Stephen, is it? The better Stephen. Just a different Stephen. He's very tall. He's massive. Do you think he'll record a video uh, to my boyfriend saying that he's going to rob me? I don't know what the... Well, because my boyfriend's in Cambodia and I'm right. feeling needy and want more attention. And so if there's a threat oh, that, that I'm going to run off with you and Stephen Merchant, maybe he'll fly back. I think he'll just come back when, he's, when his flight's due to, to come back. Let him have a holiday. He's probably just having a break, Stephen. From what? I mean, Do you feel I'm like not you need s- a holiday already? I'm not going to say from what, but I think we all know <laughs> what he's having a break from. You're so rude. He's having a lovely time. <laughs> With the Cambodians. <gasps> no, don't say that. Why? Well, because I want him to be faithful and monogamous and not running off with I never, Cambodians. I never, said, I never said he wasn't... You I just alluded. said he was having a lovely time with you Cambodians. I didn't. This is what Susanna Reid must feel like working with peers. No, I'm very much the Susanna Reid in this <laughs> scenario. You're the Andy Peters who just pops in Perfect. every 40 minutes. And here's the weather. Um, thanks for your text this morning if you're up and about. What has dragged you out of your pit? Alan in Lincoln, uh, two puppies and a grandson. Oh, that sounds cute. like a nice film. Why I've do people that. never say what puppies they've got? Because you know it's my aim in life to get two beagles called Beverly and Beyonce. Well, you can do that. I know, but I need Rich to marry me first. Okay, fair enough. And then we'll move to the Cotswolds, probably in a house that you'll buy us as a wedding gift. Mm. And then we'll get Beverly and Beyonce. Okay, yeah, do that. Okay. <gasps> That's a contract. <laughs> it's not. Um, and uh, this doesn't sound good. This is uh, Richard uh, near Birmingham. He says, morning, Jason. Uh, I got up early and put a pork joint in the slow cooker. <laughs> I'm now driving to work to get my scuba gear on to clean a, cl- a shark tank. Smelling of roast pork. I don't think... That's not a good idea. I don't idea. think that's a good idea. I don't know a lot about sharks, but I know they're meat lovers. Yeah, I'm not even a smart person, but they're going to come for you. That would be... That's like something we're going to read in the paper on Wednesday and go... But how did he not? <laughs> how did he not realise that? Could he not let us know he survived before eleven? Yeah, let us know that that's uh, that's gone well. He might have an honest. underwater iPhone. He probably does. Yeah, that's the sort of professional he is. Uh, if you're up and about, let us know. Be nice to hear from you. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Oh, I knew this would start now. Look at this, I'm getting loads of messages from Jason, it's definitely a muffin. I worked in a bakery. Yes, yes, oven, yes, yes. Oven bottom muffins. And no one's ever on my side. Everyone's always on your side. That's it's not your true. show and you're like not an, true. You know you're a national treasure. <laughs> That's not true also. You're a national treasure. No. And I'm just like a chump. Oh, that bit's true, but the first <laughs> bit's not true. Uh, Steve uh, says, uh, both of you are wrong. <gasps> it's a, called a cob in Brum, and that's what matters. Not a muffin. They're sweet. Agreed. Agreed. 
No, a cob is like a corn on the... No, 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 no. It is. No, a cob is like... The cob is a hard... Is, is like hard bread. Look, I've been sucked into this conversation. I didn't want to be. Why? If you admit you're wrong, then we can move on, I'm not can't gonna... we? Like every other every I have a good bar- argument. I'll have a chip barm, thanks. You'll have a chip muffin. I won't have a chip... What, what with blueberries what, in it? Oh, what's now? Like, oh, I've left Manchester for a while, so I don't put gravy on my chips. I mean, I have. I live in Cheshire now, but even so... Do you live in Cheshire? Yeah, of course I do. In the elderly... Not quite, hell. not quite old on the edge, no. Why? Because I don't. Although I did look at how we're looking at houses at the moment, and uh, I did look at, at house of the week, and next door but one, Sir Alex Ferguson. You've got to live there then, no? Nope. Sportman City, don't I? I thought, I'm not looking oh. up to his face every morning. We shouldn't My talk goodness. football. It will. I will be a noisy neighbour. Do you support City? I do support Man City. Yeah. My dad tells me that I support City. <laughs> yeah. But I don't. That's what happened to me, but I yeah. just, I just went all right, fine, and stuck with it. But you actually enjoy it. But I enjoy it now, yeah. Do you enjoy going to a match? Yeah, you don't have to do that. Quotation marks—that's what they're called. <laughs> oh, well, because... quotation marks are for if you're saying something that's unexpected. <laughs> oh, well, or, or you're quoting something. I just don't know about football, like live, like comedy live. I get, but football live just seems so annoying. You just watch a ball go one so end. So opera. It's just so proper. There's goodies, there's baddies, there's there's uh, you know, there's journeys. Uh that's what it is. It's so so proper for, for fans, you know. I went once and to a match and what I like is I like the hot dog or the burger okay. and I yeah. like the beaker of beer. Yeah, they're also good things. There's just something that feels so Where, masculine. Who did you go and see? Oh, I went to Oh, I went to City. I don't know who they were playing against. Okay. Because my dad has like a card. And I think it's like a discount card or like like a loyalty a season card, ca- like a ne- nectar card for City. Right, okay. Is that right? I mean, no, but okay. Okay, and so he was like, "Do you want to come? Your sister can't make it this week because she loves football." So your sister goes to the football, but you're right. No. Yeah, they go to every match, but right. I just don't. I, but I think she was bullied into it when they realised, oh, he's he's not, not going. Be going. <laughs> no, he's not going. <laughs> yeah. I think we they're like, this. oh, we'll raise this one to want to go. <laughs> I take my I take my uh, daughters and little boy to the uh, to the football, but we actually we actually go and watch Man City women play oh. on a, on a Sunday and uh, on a Wednesday, and uh, that's great fun because there's not as many people there. Oh, so it's quite it's not as you know crazy busy. I didn't know it was a thing. What you didn't know women's football was a thing? No, I knew it was. I didn't know there was like a Manchester City fo- women's all, football. Yeah, all the big teams have got a women's side. Oh. And they're brilliant. Well, they're playing at the moment in the She Believes Cup. Then why aren't they on, like, ITV? In, England. When they're taking Coronation Street off to show the your Well, because football. it's not as big yet. But it will it'll get there. It should be. It will get there. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Steve from Yorkshire's not happy with you. Me? No. Why? Well, he says, actually, but he says to both of us, but I actually agree with him. He says, where you, what planet are you both from, he says. Oh, my God. It's a chip butty. Who's ever heard of such a ridiculous thing as a chip muffin? No, but a chip butty, Steve. Is it Steve? Yeah, a, stip, a chip butty is like oh, bread. bread. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the difference. So jog who's on, the Steve. idiot now, Steve? Yeah, jog on, mate. Yeah, see, you've chip made me butty. and Jason be on the same side, Steve. <laughs> That's how bad you are. But thank you for listening. Keep listening. I'll tell you what else is going to put us on the same side. Listen, this is in the paper this week. Mm-hmm. Um we know baby names. It's, it's a hard thing to get right. We all know that. Um, it's one year, it's a name's in. Yeah. The next year, it's out. Okay. Megan, I'm sure Megan's going to be a very popular name. Megan will be popular. Over the next few, uh, few years. A uh, hundred years ago, you know, the likelihood of someone naming their child Apple, pretty slim. I don't... I mean, I'm still not on board with that. No, I, I mean, I must say. Um, 
Do your kids have normal names? They all do, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, this one, though, pretty in the paper. Much. Pretty much. Well, normally. <laughs> I've got, know. like, a, a David, a Karen, <laughs> and a Cuthbert the Third. <laughs> yeah. Hashtags. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag chlamydia. <laughs> Can we say chlamydia at this hour? Well, in the jokey way that I said it. Oh, OK. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't go into too much detail. <laughs> if anyone thinks a child is called that, then... Uh, <laughs> Head out. Uh, no, look, this is what this, this story in the paper this week is about uh, a woman who's named her daughter, uh, or parents who've named their daughter Caitlin. That's a normal name, isn't it? Fine. Caitlin. Absolutely fine. Oh, no. She spelt it KV111LYN. So why is it not Kivwen Lin? Well, that's basically what it looks like. She looks like she's called Kevin. Um, <laughs> KV111LYN. Basically, she's used the Roman numerals oh my. for the number eight. I've heard it all. People are having a gripe at me for saying chip muffin, and she's no. Using this is Roman... the real problem. This is the real. Well, at least, at least, why didn't you just do the K number eight, Lynn? I mean, that's even that's sort of worse. I don't way. think that's worse. That's at least the worst one I've ever experienced was when I when my daughter's been born. I said to the midwife, and it's and this is if if anyone's having any babies, and you, you know, obviously. Mums generally are busy, but dads, you've got a lot of time on your hands. There's not a lot you can do occasionally. Just, do you want some water and rubber back? There's not a lot you can do. Just... Are you in the room? Of course you're in the no, room. I won't be in the room. You're supposed to be in the room. Oh, no, I won't be able to. If your partner's having a baby, I would say definitely in the room, because that's a... That's <laughs> well, if my a, partner yeah, has a baby... That's a once-in-a-lifetime I'll be Instagramming it. I'll be getting my million Instagram followers that way. <laughs> um, but uh, ask, the, ask the midwife, what are the what is the craziest names you've had come through here? They've got a list. What is The midwife's the a keeper list. Ladasha. What? Ladasha. Doesn't sound that bad, does it? No. But they spelt it L... A dash and then an A. No. Yeah. No. Ladasha. But isn't someone going to prefer? I would pronounce that as L A. I would. Well, miss the dash. This is, you know, what about poor Caitlin? Crikey. She says my daughter is truly unique. Obviously, she's spelling that U N W E K. She's just terrible <laughs> at spelling. That's this one. That's what's happened. <laughs> You're setting them up for such a fall, though, aren't you? Oh, it's just a lot of admin in the future, isn't it? You know, she's going to be ringing up for car insurance one time. Can I get some car insurance? Yeah, it's Caitlin. Is that with a K or a C? <laughs> That's not the problem here. <laughs> oh it's K, my. then the Roman numerals for eight. <laughs> yes, I know it was unusual, but my parents were drunk at the time. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Stephen Bailey's here. Still here. He's here. Uh, after 10 o'clock, uh, Stephen Merchant will be in chatting about his new film, Fighting With My Family. Well, I've seen the trailer. I look, I'm looking forward it's to it. It's very good. I went to see it on Friday. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's very good. Stephen Bailey's on tour as well, aren't you, son? I am. Thank you for finally acknowledging I am your son. <laughs> am I in the will yet? Uh, no. Can I at least have half of your audience? Yeah, I mean, if you can find them. Well, OK, well, I'll come to Kingston tonight. Do come to Kingston tonight. Yeah, I will. Um, no, the, in fact, the only gig that I need to try and sell out is Orkney and Shetland in a couple of weeks. Oh. Yeah, I've got these... All my, my tour's pr- sort of sold out now for the rest of the run. Stop bragging. Sorry to Stop mention Stop bragging. That. Mine <laughs> no, is not. I wasn't bragging, I was just giving you the facts. And, um, <laughs> You're so awful. I'm not, I'm not bragging. <laughs> You're I'm, awful. I was trying to get into this story about the Shetland and the, and the Orkneys. <laughs> The only reason I did it was because everybody said to me, all comics said to me, oh, you want to go up and do the islands there, Orkney and Shetland? They love it. They're so appreciative that you've come. 
like it sells out in no time. They look, you know, they look after you. I said, oh, great, can't. I looked at the figures the other day. Half full. I was like, are you are you kidding me? I'm only going there because you told me that it would sell out in a second. <laughs> at least it, that you have the excuse of it being in the middle of nowhere. I'm half full in Glasgow tonight at the stand <laughs> or Edinburgh on Tuesday at the stand. Well, I've got your dates here. Oh, uh, just Glasgow. read them all out. Go from Edinburgh, the top. Swansea, South Sea, Swansea. Canterbury, Andover. That's a nice venue, the lights. Uh, Solihull, Guildford, Bre- uh, Bristol, Leamington, Carlisle, Brighton, Maidenhead, Lincoln and Salford Lowry. That one's going to be nice, That'll isn't be. it? The Salford they'll Lowry. All be, they'll all be nice. Stephen is touring his show, Our Kid. Our Kid, I presume. Our Kid, yeah. Uh, until the 6th of April, so uh, make sure you, you you go and see him. Uh, you can get more details at stephenbaileycomedy.co.uk. There you go. I love that plug. Thank you. Now everyone go buy tickets. Pleasure. Now I have a quick question. Is your right. show about anything? Because yeah. I just, oh, because mine's not about anything. Do you think that's a problem? I don't think people care. Okay, great. I think I ca- I think comedians care more than the audience. Yeah, I think the same. I don't think anyone's coming out on a Friday night for a good think. No, last year I was just so depressed by the way the world was going. I was like, what makes me laugh? And then I put an hour together of all that. I think people are fine with that. Okay, good. No one's like, mm, that was very... You know what I mean? Like, if it's about something as well, then great. But mine's, mine's become about something rather than... I didn't start off thinking, right, I'll make it about yeah. this. You know, so... You'll be reaped. Do you use it as therapy? Sometimes. Me too, because therapy is expensive, so <laughs> they may as well pay me to help me get things off my chest. Yeah, that's how it works, yeah, I reckon. Dude, I think we should do a phone-in about how inappropriate it is if your partner goes on holiday without you for two weeks. You've got to let this go, mate. I can't let that go. The lad has... He booked, right, he booked the holiday before you were together. Yeah. Do you think that's acceptable? I you should have cancelled it when we got together. It's absolutely acceptable. I'm thinking about saying that to my wife next week. No, you're not. I actually booked this holiday before we are together. We've been together for four years. Hmm? I know. I know. But Jason, I... I don't stand for it. But you have, and you have to. Well, I know I've got... Do you think I should surprise him at the airport? No. When he gets back? Oh, right. That'd be cute. With a yeah. little sign saying like... Yeah, that'd be nice. I missed you. Don't you dare go away again. No, no, again. Not that bit. I feel like it's a bit clingy. So just that I miss... How, many, how much are you texting him? Once. Once a what? A 30 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he doesn't always respond. He's already got four that he's going to wake up to and then we're going to do a video when Stephen Merchant comes. Oh, God. And then we'll send him a video there so he thinks I'm really fancy and that if he comes back, he'll get to go on a double date with me, you and Stephen Merchant. Oh, my God. This put. I think he might stay in Cambodia. Matters. So I joined um, an app. I joined a, a sort of a... A dating app. Not a dating app, no. Um, but, well, sort of. Oh. Not really, no. It's, um, I've, I'm on a couple of apps. I'm on uh, I'm on one called uh, Borrow My Doggy. I talked about it last week on the show and uh, still still traumatised. Can't tell you about that. It didn't end well. Do you lend your dog out or do you no, borrow No, I some- borrow somebody else's. That's cute. Yeah, it's cute. I've got, I've got a couple now. <laughs> A couple on the go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're allowed, though. It's not like Tinder where it's frowned upon. Yeah, well... You're allowed four or five dogs. It's bad um, etiquette on Tinder. Yeah, no, on, on Borrow My Doggy, it's uh, encouraged. The dogs are so different than the humans. They are. They're just more forgiving. <laughs> um, no, I'm on an app called Be My Eyes. Have you heard of this app? Be My Eyes? No. Right, so what it is, it's for um, blind people or people who, you know, who are difficult difficulty seeing and uh, and you are their eyes so if they need a bit of help uh, they they go on their app and they ring it 
and it comes through camera to camera, and you can uh, and you can help, and you can guide them where they're yeah. going. So you, yeah, so you can. Go, well, you uh, they don't get your camera, I don't think, but you get theirs. So I had a guy this week. The crazy thing about the be my eyes is, is there's about three hundred thousand helpers, and only about forty thousand people who need help. So you, it's very <sighs> rare to get a yeah. call. Did you get excited? I did. I was like, oh my god! I sent the kids out. I was like, I've got one. I've got one. <laughs> And mine was, uh, it was a, 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 a northern chap, an older fella, who was, um, he said, I, I said, I'm trying to find the where audio description is on the BBC iPlayer app. I said, show, show us, show us, point to the screen. And then I got it up on my laptop trying to find it. And anyway, he only wanted to watch an episode of Baptiste. That's all he wanted out of his life. The BBC. Not not got audio description. It didn't have audio description on their on their iPlayer. They have it on the other telly. things uh, on their yeah the iPlayer on the phone. I think doesn't work. So sort it out, BBC. That's poor, awful. Poor Derek. He couldn't watch an episode of Baptiste. I, I I'm so nice. Though. I was like, I'll do it. Uh, he was like, yeah. When he doesn't really work like that, I went, I, I'll do. It. I'm happy to audio describe it I'll for give you. It a will. But when I let them watch what audio description is, yeah, you can't. It's like he he saunters across the square. Like you've got to like have a like be really descriptive. I'd be like, no, I would not be. Good Imagine at that. saunter in your accent as well. Like, so, yeah, no, you'd have to put on a voice, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. He looks over at the girl, away, and then back again. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd have to. I don't think I'd be good at audio. I think it's nice that you're doing these apps. I think you're a very nice. Do man. you know what? It's it's actually a it's a I recommend it. It's free and it's uh, you know it's a nice thing to do. If do you ever mess with them? Be honest. No, I don't know. I'm 100% Jason, a helper. You've got a new show to write. Do you ever uh, mess even with so, Never. Not okay. even once. No. Well, someone had to ask. <laughs> Nobody had to ask. Because we know how you are. Why would you even think I would mess around? What, be- like I would be like... Because if you had to audio describe someone going to a chip shop and ordering a chip muffin, you'd say chip bar. Oh, you can't be go. Let it go. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. I wanted to talk about something that happened last Sunday. So after I finished the show last Sunday, yeah. I went home and I watched uh, the football. I know you're a big fan. Big, and it big was fan. the uh, the Carabao Cup final. I, don't, yeah. I think that's how you say it. It's, a, it's an energy drink. Anyway. It was the who? It, it, they sponsor it. That's not oh. the important bit. It was Manchester City versus Chelsea. Yeah. And it was the uh, it, you know the cup final, big game, at Wembley Stadium. Uh, which is very much, you know, that's like the Wembley to yeah. footballers. I saw girls allowed there. Yes, exactly. It's that sort of place. It's the sort of place where memories are made and <laughs> legends, <laughs> legends become legends. Uh, but there was a moment, so you won't have seen this, but there was an amazing moment where the man, the Chelsea manager, uh, Sarri, had uh, he had this weird bust up with the with the keeper. So it was also called Keeper, which is weird. That's his actual name. No, it's not. He, well, I think it's Kepper, but it's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> oh. that's another thing. There was a moment, Stephen, where they substituted the keeper off. He'd, he'd had a couple of injuries, he'd gone down a few times, so the board came up to say, you need to come off and, and we're swapping you with another keeper. And the yep. other keeper was ready to come on. The goalkeeper, give it, no. I'm, I, I ain't coming off. I'm going to stay here. I'm staying here. No one has ever seen this before in the history of all football. We were like, what? Like, maybe on a Sunday league match, not in the cup final. Look at the goalkeeper going, nah, I ain't coming off, mate. And is it his decision? Well, this is the other weird thing. It's very rare in football. Do you turn to your friend or dad or brother or whoever you're with and go, what are the rules? Oh. I don't know what the rules are. What's the rule? The rule is, on the pitch, I think, it, it's up to the, 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 the footballers, to be fair. Okay. So, uh, you know, but 
if the manager says you're off, you're off. Anyway, the bit that I thought was amazing was the the, the manager clearly had enough. Mm-hmm. He the keeper stayed on, so the yep. keeper won the the sort of the the war, and so he he went to storm out. Of the stadium. The manager did. The manager. Like in a strop. Like in a proper strop. Like ripped yeah, his yeah. jacket at one point. You know, he a fiery Italian temper. You know, ah, he went for it and he stormed out. And then just as he got to the doors, just as he reached the doors, obviously a little thing must have just kicked in his head where he obviously thought, no, I can't. I can't do that. Either because the world is watching me or maybe it'll mean I'll get sacked and not paid. You know, because oh, yeah. if you when you're a football manager, you get paid for being rubbish. I don't know why. But if you get that far, shouldn't you just own it? I mean, there is an element of that, isn't there? Like Beyonce would own it. She'd be gone. She'd be out of there. Also, though, would would the goalkeeper if the if Beyonce was Chelsea's manager, let's say, I, I, I can't even believe this is a conversation. <laughs> yeah. Let's say Beyonce was Chelsea's manager. If she said. You're off. Somebody else is going on. Yeah. I think the goalkeeper would respect that. Well, do you remember at the Super Bowl when she invited Kelly and Michelle back to perform with her, and then she was done with them, and she was like, "Thank you, Kelly. Thanks, Michelle." And they left. They just left. I don't remember that, but I, I can imagine what well, that must be like. This is, we're meeting in the middle here, <laughs> no, Jason. We're United re- Nations. You're doing really well. And so it's like that, except they, the goalkeeper didn't behave like Kelly and Michelle, no. and didn't show Beyonce the goalkeeper any respect. That's almost exactly what it was like. <laughs> Jason, oh, why are you giving me those hands? No, no, you, you, you've done really well to just bring that into your world, and uh, I respect that. But now I'm just trying to relate to all no, you were related. the three gay people that listen to this show. <laughs> There's more than that. I don't think that's true. We had two last week. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. What were their names? Uh, I can't remember now. I don't oh. remember their names. Well, they were why? confirming. They were confirming something we were talking about the other week. <laughs> anyway, that's not the issue. I want to talk about dramatic exits backfiring. Yeah, when you're flounced off in a, in a you know in a in a fury of words and and swearing and temper and sweat and tears, and then you've had to go back. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're talking about dramatic exits backfiring. When have you made a a hell of a show storming out of a place only to have to regret it later on? Maybe you have to go back or tail between your legs, you know? All the time. Certainly during your childhood. Yeah. Lots of moments in there, isn't there? Well, you just always leave, don't you? Mum and dad upset you. I'm gone. (laughs) But my pet, it's different now, isn't it? Because if my my daughter, one of my kids said, I'm I'm leaving home. I'd be de- like, I'd be devastated, and I'd be like, "Oh come on, sweetheart, no, nobody." Like we're we're sort of this the sort of post self esteem generation. We need people to like us, even our own kids, yeah. you know. Whereas our parents didn't have that need. Like if I said, to, I remember clearly when I was about fourteen, saying to my dad, "I'm leaving," and he went, "All right, I'll get a bag." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he came up with a black bag and started packing for me. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. this is going a bit, it's going a bit far. This I'll pack for you, son. Don't worry about it." I'll give you a lift to the bus stop. Like, We're <laughs> a bit soft thing. now, aren't we? We are a bit too soft. Uh, we've got messages coming in already. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Or if you want to give us a call and let me know, uh, 033-0123-1215, if you want to sort of tell a story yourself. Uh, Kate Robinson said, After one of my numerous attempts to do a dramatic flout out of the house in my teenage years, I decided to pack a plastic bag with essentials in it. I kept it hidden in a bedroom drawer. Just spare toothbrush, change of clothes, and goodness knows what else I decided was semi-important in my teenage years. Probably photos of Bross, etc. <laughs> 
Anyway, on the on the day of one of my stroppy teenage dramatic exits, I walked out shouting that I was never coming back, except I forgot my essential carrier bag of rubbish. So equally as dramatically, I tried to get back into the house. <laughs> Hanging out of my bedroom was my mum, chuckling as she dangled the bag out of the window, asking if I'd forgotten anything. Didn't bother trying it again, as the novelty had worn off. <laughs> That's the problem. You can only really exit once. It really does lose its dramatic effect. Yeah. It really do- I'd just go, I would never even pack the bag. I'd just take an empty bag and sit on the street corner. I'll just, I'm just going to live rough now. Yeah. And then my parents would just, like, watch me out of the... Because I'd be sat on the corner of the avenue being like, they're going to come. They're yeah. going to come and they'll, fight they'll for find me. me. They'll miss me. Yeah. I'll make this household. And then they would just watch me out of the bay window being like, as long as he's safe. Yeah. No one's going to oh, get my parents him. Yeah. My parents didn't even do that. Uh, <laughs> I know. It was like, off he goes. He'll be fine. He won't go off the road. Maybe, I know, but I was never going to be fine. When I was about 17, 18, I had a job in a local pub and, um, and I remember having... I don't know what the argument was about, but I had the argument with the boss... And I was like, right, that's it. Stick your job up your backside. Like, one of them sort of conversations, right? I'm out of here. There was shouting. There was swearing. There was, you know, I was being a teenager. I don't know what happened, but I I must have been in the wrong looking back. And I stormed out. I don't need your job. I did. But I was like, I don't need your job. And I stormed (laughs) off. And I was halfway down the road. And I was like, oh, it's cold, isn't it? And I was like, oh, I forgot my jacket. No. I forgot my jacket. And and in my head, I thought, the first thing I thought, leave it. Leave the jacket. The jacket's not worth having to go back. But then I thought, my mum, if I go home and I, without the jacket that she'd got, I'd, I'd be dead. It's no jacket, no job. Yeah, so I had to go back. I forgot my jacket. Like, <laughs> oh, horrible. Did you go back to the job ever? No, the job was do- done for. That was it was over for me. But uh, I got my jacket, and that's the main thing. Oh, no, I did storm out of a job once, and then the next day I was like, I need the job. So I just went in as if nothing happened. Oh, that's a good one. But no one ever, ever said anything. That's clever. Yeah. I don't just know how like I got away with weird it. Weird psychology. Yeah, I just went in, clocked in, started doing my job well, on the software department. It, it can sometimes work. Uh, Isabel says, uh, my then boyfriend and I were in a traffic jam on one, one side of the, the Liffey in Dublin and we had a full-blown argument. I was so angry, I got out of the car, slammed the door <laughs> and crossed the river uh, on the, uh, the Harpenny Bridge. By the time I arrived on the other side of the river, I realised that in my dramatic exit, my handbag was left on the back seat of the car. So I did not have... Have even the fare to get uh, the bus to our B&B, which was 11 miles away. Still on the opposite side of the river, I walked to O'Connell Bridge and spotted my boyfriend's car inching its way forward in the traffic. I sheepishly climbed back in the car. Neither of <laughs> us said a word for the rest of the 45-minute journey, but he held my hand in his all the way home. It was never mentioned again, and we've been happily married 28 years. Oh, so it does story. work sometimes. I love that he held her hand as well. He did that well is a there. gentleman. He did well there, yeah. didn't he? But he was obviously holding it going, I knew you'd be back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Neil says, I stormed off the rugby pitch once after a 100-point drubbing. Got changed, handed my socks and shorts to the coach, saying I'll never play again. Never rem- remembered they were my own clothes. <laughs> I love them. Uh, I once stormed out of the in-laws during a pre-wedding discussion about one of our bridesmaids, who didn't quite fit into her dress. I got in the car and realised I didn't have my shoes on. My best man still tells the story of me having to go back. Oh, my. That's it, when you get out there and have to go back, that's the worst. Weddings seem like trouble all the time. Yeah, not worth it, not worth it. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is uh, a labourer. says, a labourer for our building firm was called into the office to be dismissed. After a heated conversation, he took off his company-issued jacket and threw it on the floor and stormed out. That's a good way to go, isn't it? A few minutes later, without saying a word, he came back in, picked the jacket up, took his car keys out of the pocket <laughs> and threw the jacket back down on the floor again. Oh, my. I wondered what you were tittering at when you were sat over there Oh, before. I was having a good laugh at some of these coming in. I do, I do love us. I love a story. I love a story. Uh, someone I know once stormed out of a meeting uh, in a hissy fit, only to have to then sit in the car because their car was being blocked by all the other people at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm after. It is. You're really in the moment, though, aren't you, where you feel like you're going to yeah. explode, erupt, and yes. then you just can't stop yourself. You do it, and it's too late to get it back in. Oh, it's it's all it's an awful feeling. I mean, I've my wife's so very good at she's able to go to sleep on an argument. No, I can't go to I sleep can't. on an argument. I'll sit there in the mood till 3am. Yeah. And I'll occasionally do like a... <sighs> and then I get mad because they've been able to sleep. Do you do that? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. annoying. I'm furious. Oh, so you can sleep. Oh, you can sleep, can you? Clearly, you don't care about me. So not only have we had an argument, now you don't even care about me. And I'm tired because I've not slept. It's just going to... Do you just turn me down? I did turn you down a little bit. Wow. Just to... <laughs> I can't believe we went there. Maybe I'm going to storm out. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to storm out and not come back. He'll be back. I will be back. He does. He wants to meet Stephen Merchant in 10 <laughs> <I> minutes. Really... <laughs> Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We're talking this morning about flouncing off. Uh, you've had a big old hissy fit at work, at home, wherever it is. And when you get out there, you think, hang on a minute. I've made a, I've made a bit of a mistake here. Uh, Leslie's on the line this morning. Good morning, Leslie. Hiya, Jason. How's it going? Oh, really well, thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm uh, from Cardiff, in Dogmoors in Cardigan. Oh, lovely stuff. West Wales. Very nice part of the world. Lovely. Well, you can't be get, you can't be flouncing off. Uh, there's nothing oh, to be angry about. In that in... <laughs> me on that one. Go on, what was your story then? Oh, I was about six, seven years old, maybe. No idea what the argument was with my mum. Mm. But I decided enough was enough, as you do at that age. Off I went. That's then it. I realised I couldn't go without my cat, ginger cat Bobby. Of course you can't. So off I went back. Saw my mum and eldest brother watching me from the window. <laughs> yes. Went in and announced to them, I've come back for Bobby. Yeah, I'm only, I'm only here for Bobby. Basically, yeah, it, it's like that now in my world with my cats. Now, honestly, <laughs> it is. Um, so basically, Bobby wasn't about. So it was a case of, well, I stayed then. <laughs> well, that was lucky. As you do, as you do. Who knows what would have happened to your life, Leslie, if Bobby would have been exactly. there? Exactly. Me and Bobby could have been travelling the world together. That's it. <laughs> you'd have gone, I'm going to London. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> you and Bob. Is, is, that, is that your impersonation of the Welsh accent? That was my slightly Welsh-stroke Indian accent that it's, I do. It really is terrible. I, I know. Tell you before. If anything, it's insulting. Uh, I can do the Welsh accent, but only if it's uh, the village of Pontypandy. What's the village upon? Uh, it's where Fireman Sam lives. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Leslie knows all about that, don't you, Leslie? Oh, it's right. Yeah. right. So, yeah. So Norman! The... <laughs> See? Norman! Have you missed any fires again? Leslie, I can only apologise for Jason oh, Manford's behaviour. sorry, Mum! I can't help it. I can't help it, Leslie. It's just something no, about you, you the West Wales accent. don't know how close you are, honestly. You don't know how close you are with some of those accents, actually. It really is. So, yeah, so um, that's my story. Well, my thank you very much, Leslie. I'm glad that Bobby wasn't there that day and you did actually stay and fulfil your childhood with your parents. Yes. <laughs> but I'm a lot older now and I'm very much like that with my ginger cat, Craddog. 
good but stuff. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> another story. <laughs> See you soon. Take, Take care. Have a nice day. Ta-da. Bye. Bye, my love. Bye. This is Jason Manford. This is Matters. Stephen Bailey's here. Still here. Merchant on the way. You're gonna be. You're gonna forget who I am when he arrives, aren't you? It's gonna be like Stephen Bailey. Who? Can you hear something? <laughs> You've already <laughs> forgot me. <laughs> I, t- I went to see his film uh, Fighting with My Family, which is out now. That's I went to see it at the uh, the Showcase Cinema in Southampton while I was on tour. Did you? Yeah, on Friday. Great. Proper good seats there. Is it? Proper like yeah leather. Recliners. Oh, yes. is it one of those where you get a nice glass of vino? No, no, you got to pay for everything. Oh, no, no, but it was. I just mean this. Oh, you mean like the gallery or whatever it's called? Like no, like but you know when you go to the um, you've got like the leather seats and you've got a little man that comes in and gives you a little wine. Oh, no, it wasn't that good. Oh, no, now you've made it sound worse than. Sorry about what that. Could be. Sorry for ruining your. Exp- don't flounce out. I'm out of here. <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I've had. Do you know I've actually had a good couple of weeks of got to see stuff. I use because I've been on tour and kids and all that. You don't get a chance to see stuff. I've been. To, I went to see Nine to Five, the Dolly Parton musical. Oh, how was that? Great. Would I like it? I mean, yes. Like <laughs> it's literally been written for you. Oh no! <laughs> of course you would like it. It's the Dolly Parton We're musical. Nine to five. Exactly. Gotta wake a living. Da, da, That's the one. Da, da, da. Yeah. The it's exactly like that. Yeah. I went to see the only Only Fools and Horses musical. Is that I'm dubious about that? Yeah, I can see why you would be dubious. It's very well as I described it. What what do you want it to be? Um, I want it to be the it's, Batman episode. Yeah, there's a there's a mention of that. It's it's sort of like all the best bits of the of the um, of the of the sitcom on stage, and it's it's brilliantly acted. The the, the performers are ph- phenomenal. A couple of good songs in there, and it's great. I really enjoyed it. I must say, but I imagine if you took someone fr- not from this country, they'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> what is this? Like, okay. why did you cheer when he fell through the bar?" Like, you know, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things going on. So I went to see that, and uh, oh, Stephen's here. Is here right now? Lovely stuff. So we'll talk to Stephen Merchant. <laughs> You're so. N- I'm so nervous. Why are you nervous? People might not hear me in the next segment. He's just a normal bloke. No, he's, I mean, he's like, massive. He's like a Hollywood A-lister. He is Hollywood A-lister, but that's what we have on this show now. Where real music matters. It's a Jason Manford show. Uh, Stephen Bailey's still here. Still here. Still here. Still Not flounced up. out. And uh, Stephen Merchant joins us. I might flounce out. You, you never know. It depends do. what the questions are. <laughs> yeah, so I'm pretty. I'm you're like pretty. You're, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, just very much the, the mar, Yeah, the Paxman <laughs> of absolute. That's exactly what they call me. I think. Uh, so you're, you're cracky. You've had a busy old time this this week, haven't you? Well, this week, I've been. This week, I have but, been. Uh, schlepping around yeah. talking about my film since the uh, for a month wow. all over the states as well and I'm I'll be honest with you mate I'm phoning it in this morning <laughs> that's fine in fact I asked you I think can I phone it in <laughs> oh. <laughs> but no I've come down to the studio well I'm really happy that you came no I appreciate down. me having you uh, there's um so your new film, Fighting With My Family, uh, came out uh, Friday just gone, and uh, very funny, very fun, but also not just funny. I-, I think it's such a lovely, warm 
heart. It's just a, a, a film with a real lot of heart. It's really lovely. Have you seen it yet? I've seen the trailer and I really want to see it. That's, is that enough? That's for... nothing. I don't know what that means. If I've seen the trailer. the trailer. That's like going, I saw an ad. No, I've got is to wait enough? and see my best with my best friend Riggers. Okay, Riggers. I've got to see with Riggers. Yep. Yeah, we've got to see <laughs> She'll be thrilled you've said her name now. But no, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. And is it based on a true story? It is based on a true story. Thank you for asking. Yeah, that's yes. right. It was uh, began life as a documentary that was on Channel 4, mm. um, seen not by me, but my my dear friend Dwayne The Rock Johnson um, he's such a close friend I always refer to him as Dwayne The Rock Johnson <laughs> and he was over here he was making Fast and Furious 6 couldn't sleep one night he was watching Channel 4 of which is a lovely image to me I love I the love idea that. that he's he's watched the dispatches and um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Grand Designs he's watched Shameless with subtitles <laughs> yeah, exactly the guy's yeah. signing in the corner he's, uh, he's waiting for a uh, late night Hollyoaks is that yeah. still on? yeah I, don't know. I think so and um, yeah on comes this documentary about this family of wrestlers from Norwich, England mum, dad, all the kids everyone wrestles and they play to these little provincial, you know, uh, venues. And the family dream was to get the teenage kids into WWE, which is the big leagues in America of mm. wrestling. Only the daughter Paige got signed. She went off to the States. Her brother Zach got left behind. And he really responded to this story, The Rock, because he's from a wrestling family. Uh, yeah. But I got sent the documentary by him because he was looking for someone British to work on the script. He only knows two British people, I'm fairly sure. I think it's me and uh, Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I mean, out of those two, I'm glad you wrote it. Well, you know, Statham can do 60 sit-ups um, in 30 seconds, but I can do 40 words a minute on the keyboard. So I was a no-brainer. But, um, but he sent me this, and I... Do you, did you used to watch wrestling? Either yeah, either? yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you used to watch it? Because I never saw okay. it. I never knew anything about it. I didn't know what was going on. Like so, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. And, Hogan. Right, you yeah. know, I was back in the day. No, that's it, you see. It, it all sort of passed me by that. I mean, you, obviously I knew who Hulk Hogan was, but I never yes. watched it. I remember seeing a little bit of wrestling, British wrestling on British TV in the late 70s, early 80s. My granddad would watch okay, it. Okay, yeah. I don't know if that was before your time, but that, I mean, if your idea of wrestlers was Hulk Hogan, the British wrestling in the 70s <laughs> yes. was men with the physiques of darts players. <laughs> Just swinging punches, it's like giant never, haystacks. Giant haystacks. One of the great, Big one Daddy. of the great uh, ring names. That name. If there's one thing that strikes terror into an opponent, <laughs> it's some hay. And, a stack um, of it. <laughs> a stack of hay. And he, uh, anyway, so I sat down to watch this documentary, thinking, oh, I'm not going to be interested in this. Completely fell in love with this family. Yeah. Just loved the the dream they had, the relationship between the brother and sister. This girl going off to the states, trying to make it, being so far from home at such a young age, carrying the sort of weight of this this family dream yeah. on her shoulders and trying to make it happen and it was just a really moving funny and the uplifting family, story like, there's the, the bit in the film where he sort of says about like wrestling saved them that's right you know and, and, and it, was such a, it was such a tender moment because it could be anything can it could be absolutely well, anything that was what was the key to me Jason because I to me you know I wanted it to appeal to wrestling fans but I also more importantly perhaps wanted it to appeal to people who didn't know anything about wrestling yeah. and that's not really the, the point of it and as you say they talk about wrestling like some people with addiction issues talk about God kind of mm. saving their lives because they came yeah. from a tough background they had sort of troubled past and they and they worship this thing and I just thought well I don't care about it, but they do, and mm. I love rooting for them. Yes, just because they care so much. A bit like Billy Elliot wants to be a ballet dancer. I don't care about ballet, but I like that's oh. his dream. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a, a really brilliantly made film. Uh, you so you you wrote it. You the you directed it. You produced it. Yeah. You're in it. I pop up briefly. I mean, when you've got people like uh, Lena Headey from Game of Thrones, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you need someone to add a bit of glamour. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I thought, well, the merch man's on set anyway. Um, Stephen, <laughs> how do you become friends with the Rock? Thanks for asking. That's I, the main thing that Stephen wants out of today's we're, conversation. Um, 
perhaps unsurprisingly, we're gym buddies. Um, no, we, we no, yeah. no, 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 no. He we bench did, presses Merchant. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, we uh, we did a film in 2010 together called uh, Tooth Fairy. Classic. Yes, Absolute thank you very much. Absolutely classic. Um, uh, <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, of course I've seen it. I've got kids. Yeah, it's a bit, it's fun if you've got if you've got kids. You're yeah. sort of forced to sit through it. Um, yeah, so I did. So I've sort of known him since then, and we stayed uh, in touch over the years. You know, we would kind of uh, text PayPal's. periodically. Big Just enough. these pals. I mean, I'm friends with you. I mean, not, I wouldn't say friends. Oh, wow. Well, because he ghosted me over I the didn't summer. Ghost him? Well, oh. Isn't that right? Yeah. Now thank tell you. me, what was the story? How did that happen? I don't know. We were flirting on the radio six months ago. Stop turning me down. What? Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep doing that. Mate. He was flirting with me on the radio six months ago, and then everyone was like, "I love your relationship. Love your mm, relationship." Yeah. And I was like, "Maybe we should be in a relationship." Okay. Nothing. Nothing. Till Weird, today. That, it? Till yeah. today. Is this your first time back? Yeah. Oh. I've not been allowed near it's him not, since. Not, we have a road, you know, we have, have a road to roll people in. Yeah, people, no, you know, yeah, only yeah, once a week. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Lots of uh, messages coming in about uh, Stephen's new film, Fighting With My Family, which is in the cinemas right now. Go and see it this afternoon. Why not? Look, it's raining, it's grey. What else are you going to do? Exactly. Go and enjoy yourself. You know, one of the good things, Jason, Mm. is, I don't know if you noticed this, it's appropriate for uh, ages 12 and over. I did see that. All right, so if you've got kids, you know, teenage kids, take them along, they'll love it. They will absolutely love it. And what a great cast as well. I actually didn't realise it was... Is it Lena Headey? Yeah, I didn't realise it was her until I was about half an hour in. I was like, why do I know that face? (gasps) Game of Thrones. That's it, that's it. (laughs) She's brilliant. She's brilliant. It was funny because I've never really seen Game of Thrones. Oh, I get that quiet. Yeah, don't open with that. So, you know, people. that's the problem is that people keep bringing it up around her, obviously. And and I'm there, and they're sort of, have you seen it? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, who's your favourite character? (laughs) Oh, that's all. All good, aren't they? My favorite character is Jon Snow. I love Jon Snow. I love all the. I love Krishna and Guru Murphy. I love all the uh, Channel Four news presenters. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that was that. That would be awkward. But yeah, I mean, you you must have that with uh, the Office and things like that. People, if ev- I mean, everyone's, everyone's seen, seen that, it. Mate. Are they? <laughs> no, everyone's seen that. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. No. Uh, of course. Of course. And so of course, people still no, want to talk about ta- it. She wouldn't take offence if I hadn't seen it. But um, no, I don't, you never. You always feel because particularly because it's a phenomenon. So how have I of not course. seen it? You know, it's. A Absurd. Yeah, no, it's a great show. Uh, the Kelly Longer's message. She says, uh, Stephen, what does the rock smell like? Mm. That's a good. Question. That's a good question. I reckon he looks like he smells nice. He does. He just smells fresh. Yeah, I bet. Well, you it know, depends what he's been cooking. Nothing, no, no, not what they are. Um, as he's not not got a specific, you know, right. clone. Just got a fresh. You know, yeah. he's, he's well laundered. I, I can imagine. imagine. He just looks out the shower. Yeah, he looks. Yeah. Perm- I mean, he's massive. I mean, you're a tall guy, Listen, but he you- is. Listen, I don't want to um, embarrass the rock, but uh, he's six foot five. The merch man's six foot seven. All right? Yeah. I tower above him. I think he's a little intimidated by me. He hasn't said that, but I sense No, it. but you can feel <laughs> you it. Can I just can feel see it. that, yeah. What do you call him? Do you call him Dwayne or The Rock or Rocky? Um, a bit of, well, not so much Rocky, but uh, rock, Rocky. I might call him Rock, I might call him DJ. DJ. Uh, Dwayne, yeah. DJ. Any of those were appropriate. That's quite good. Well, uh, Dave asked, uh, what was it like directing The Rock? Who was actually in charge of those scenes? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, I, you know, he's... Because he plays himself, doesn't he? He plays himself. Because he was involved uh, tangentially with this real-life uh, story. So, he was, mm, so when uh-huh. he's playing himself in the movie, it's not just a gratuitous cameo. Yeah. He, he was actually involved with the story. Um 
uh, he's, but he's, I mean, he's just one of those kind of very easy to work with people. He's not star. He's not a diva. He just is a collaborator. And, and I, I know I that sounds very Hollywoody, but yeah. honestly, I wish I could give you, you know, bad mouth him and slag him off and tell him, tell you there was Feel some dark. But there's just, the, <laughs> there's just nothing kind of sinister yeah. or. So I guess after working with Ricky for all those years, there you are. It's I an mean... absolute walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, lots of people asking about well, well we know you weren't a massive wrestling fan before uh, the, uh, the doing the film yeah. but you must have done some research and did a lot of research went yeah. to Norwich with the real family hung out with them their uh, wrestling shows are really great fun and uh, then I went to and they're just like in pubs and just in pubs and bars and, and, and venues and they and just set up really, a ring yeah and they come along and they just put it up and they throw themselves around and it's really enjoyable it, it, it I, once I went to see it live it made sense it's like it's kind of got the fun of like a panto. Right. You know, the kind of yeah, good guys the and the bad and guys and booing and cheering and it's sort of fun for all the family and it's kind of, it's quite, it's got a lot of humour. It's, yes. it's theatrical in a fun way. I also went to um, WrestleMania. Oh, wow. The in big, Texas. The big event. With Dwayne. Wow. Which was crazy. And honestly, even when that guy walks on stage, I mean, you've got fans, Jason. I mean, I mean yeah. I'm sure when you walk on at the Apollo, people go crazy. <laughs> but you, it is nothing compared no, with The Rock walking into WrestleMania. That guy, there was 100,000 people there. He walked out. He had a flamethrower. Of course. He set fire to a sort of six-foot um, sign of his name. Yeah. Milked that for ten minutes. Not wow. a word. Didn't say a word. Wow. Just him and a flamethrower. Yeah, I don't think my. Could you get away with that? Not. You could s- probably do seven minutes on like just a flamethrower. Portsmouth Guildhall. <laughs> exactly. I don't think they're. Uh, sometimes the, when they introduce me, the applause doesn't last until I get to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. Cause that that always happens to go, me. Okay, fine. We're not That's doing so a Netflix funny. special. Then. It's like you can't play stadiums because you're just not going to make it to the <laughs> stage. Too far. <laughs> it's too far. It's too far. <laughs> Matters. When I went to see Fighter with my family, uh, Stephen Merchant's new film on Friday, um, there was a there was a bit in it. You know, sometimes when like, because obviously it's 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 to appeal it appeals to the Americans. This film, you can see that. I imagine it's going to be a massive success over there as well. And uh, but you know, sometimes when things are filmed here, you start sort of picking holes in things. Like, how would they have got there in that amount of time? And, right. You know, because you know, even though that you know how films work, there was a moment in it where they were waving. Uh, page off yeah. at, I presume, Gatwick or, or right. Heathrow because they'd gone from Norwich. And all the um, all the people that she sort of wrestled with all mm. of, were there. at the. And in my head, I went, oh, yeah, of course, they all went down to Gatwick to, to wave her <laughs> off. And then, beautifully, not to give anything away, but at the end of the film, you show some clips of, of the what real, really the real happened. Family. And they're all there. There you are. Waving her off. Yeah, burn. Yeah, I know. Hey. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You got me. That's it. Well, they are a really kind of close knit, amazing uh, family and organisation, and they they run this little. Not only do they do they perform and do wrestling in these places, but they have a wrestling school as well. And so a lot of kind of you know kids and younger people from the area yeah. kind of come along and learn to wrestle and stuff. And there's a real sense of you know that was really community. heartwarming. All that, the, yeah. The, the different people like kids off the street and That's it. kids with nothing else to do yeah. going along and wrestling and what does the real page think of the film well I took the film um, when I'd finished it over to Florida where she was with the WWE mm-hmm. to show it to her and um, 
I sort of left her in the room watching it because I didn't want to sort of sit there and mm. scrutinise her the whole yeah. time. That would be a bit watching intense. Watching her, watching yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> and uh, so I sat outside, and then after about an hour and a half, um, which is the length of the film, uh, she uh, <laughs> she for ten minutes yeah, in silence. She texted me and she said, "Can you come back in? Because um, I don't want the other wrestlers to see me crying." Oh, oh, is that nice? oh yeah, that's nice. But she was happy with it. Sorry, just to be that clear, <laughs> yeah. wasn't she? Was upset and angry. She just was very moved by oh, the experience. Wow. Yeah, that, what yeah, it's well, very that's sweet. The best. Reality. And obviously, a little jumpy about showing it to the family, the rest of the family, because um, you know her father. As he himself says, I was in and out of jail about three times before the age of 21, mainly for violence. Yes, he does say that. <laughs> yeah, and so um, a little bit worried about showing it to him, particularly as he'd wanted, Nick Frost plays him in the movie, but he had wanted Ray Winston. He was very specific oh, about wanting Ray Winston right. for that role. And so um, okay. I was nervous that when he saw it, he would be unhappy and, you know, yeah. he could break my legs. But... Um, <laughs> The merch legs are still intact. They are. He enjoyed the film. Hopefully. Good. Yeah. yeah. And Nick Frost was great. I messaged him the other day just to say how great it was as well. He's so... He's really tender in there as well, really. Yeah. You can Terrific. just see a really proud dad, you know. Yeah, yeah. And also what's nice about it, actually, is that you didn't... Because it would have been easy to shy away from the, the fact that he'd had time in jail and, That's it. and the older brother was in prison himself. And yeah. It would have been easier to write that out and go, do you know what, let's leave that. And, and But actually there was something about the redemption of that. Right, of well, I think that's it. And I also think, you know, most of us are flawed in different ways. We all make mistakes. We're all, we've all got our, you know, our sins of the past. And mm. I think, you know, it is a story about sort of uh, acknowledging them and accepting that and kind of the moving tooth forward. Fairy. The Tooth Fairy. very, very much about that, as you know. I mean, <laughs> lest we forget, if you've not seen Tooth Fairy, guys, you might want to check that one out. Um, in that, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, I call him DJ, he is a <laughs> ice hockey player who does not believe in the Tooth Fairy. No. And he is punished... Therefore, by be, by doing um, time as the Tooth Fairy, yeah. he needs a probation officer. Who are you going to cast? <laughs> Steve Merchant. Do you know who? It's a great idea. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's all there. They saw the, do you know what the producers told me? They said, <laughs> we mocked up a picture of The Rock in a tutu and we took it around a shopping mall in America and we'd never had a reaction like it. <laughs> and so that's why we made the film. Let's make a film based, <laughs> yeah, based on, this. on that. Yeah, based picture. on a photocopy. Your life <laughs> is weird. Isn't it? Yeah, I would love it. It's great. And what you've got? What have you got coming up next? Then, because obviously you were in the the film with uh, Hugh Jackman as well, the X Men film. Oh, that's and right. Done... Well, I'm actually doing another serious role in a in a BBC <laughs> drama. No, this is not. Oh, this I is not a joke. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no this is no, no, no. This is very serious. It, uh, uh, now, because you've said that, now I'm going to laugh. But it is no, no. It, I did serious. read about this. Did you read yes. about this? Yes. It's about this real life killer called Stephen Port, who was mm. uh, who who was do, doing jail time for. Murders yeah. and um, and it's quite a sort of serious. Piece. And because I, I got the kind of taste for doing more dramatic yeah. stuff. So that's what made you sort of think, oh, yeah, I fancy. It. And it's just a very sort of moving and uh, an intriguing story and important story. So yeah. So when's that? Year. So you're filming that now, or that will be uh, later in April. So we'll see that next year sometime. Exactly. Later on the year. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And what's that going to be called? I think at the moment it's called the the Barking Murders. Okay. It might change. Yeah. All right. Look out for that. Music matters. Mike has messaged in, uh, Stephen, he says, uh, did Carl ever give you back your 50p? No, he did not. No. <laughs> what, what's the reference there? What's the... Oh, it's just such a complicated thing to explain. <laughs> okay. I gave like some money to... to Carl to go and buy something at mm. the cafe when we were there, and then I he, he didn't give me back my 50p change. Hmm. And then I'm considered stingy because I wanted my 50p change. And his argument was only 50p. I was like, well, it's my 50p. It's yours, though, isn't it? No, I'm with you you on that. Thank you, mate. I'm actually with you two for once. Absolutely. Ah, Good. 
Totally. I at least want to offer, and then I go, oh, don't worry about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. But also, I mean, 5p... 7p, I think once you get above 10, you've yeah. got to at least say, do you want your 10p? Yeah, once it's got a proper shape. I think so. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? yeah. talking, talking, I agree. Um, thanks for the uh, the messages coming in this morning. Uh, Stephen Merchant's new film, Fighting With My Family, is out now. Uh, lots of people messaging. Uh, Emma said, uh, after you've sort of researched uh, wrestling, have you got a favourite wrestler now? Obviously, apart from DJ. <sighs> Well, I'm a big fan of uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah. I don't remember Stone yeah, Cold. I do, yeah. You know, and uh, he's just got. I mean, it's all about developing a persona. Yes. Really, that's 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 so much of what wrestling is, and that's in a way part of what the film is about. Is, but it's interesting because Dwayne, in all seriousness, said, you know, what's important with a wrestling persona is you've got to take a piece of yourself, yeah. and kind of dial that up to a hundred to sort of amplify and magnify that to the crowd and so I was chatting to him about what my persona could be oh, see what yeah. you think of this <laughs> go on you take a part of yourself you dial it up to 100 I'm an English writer yeah. I'd come out dressed as Shakespeare of course yeah, yeah. Um, uh, out of the white ruff around the around neck there, but be yeah. sure of this sort of bald head bald hair head. around the side there you are you got it yeah. um, my, one of my catchphrases would be to beat you or not to beat you that is the question <laughs> nice, right? I like it you've heard of the play The Merchant of Venice Oh. what about this The Merchant of Menace oh and perfect um, my finishing move because you your finishing move needs a, finisher, needs a name yeah. The Rock has the people's elbow. So um, mine would be, you've heard of Hamlet. Mm. Hang on, it's Steve. Oh, no, he's going to do the Slamlet. Oh, yes. Yeah. Please, when is this happening? Uh, We're doing a couple of matches Friday, (laughs) just doing some warm-up stuff, and then we're WrestleMania uh, in the summer. You should start in Norwich. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. With the rest of the family. I would uh, would actually watch that. You'd watch that, that, wouldn't you? Do you know, when I was a kid growing up, my my brother, I text my brother after I've seen your your film, saying, you've got to go and see this, because he's a a huge wrestling fan. I know that's not important for the film, but he was. And uh, when I was growing up, we we used to get the the videos of WrestleMania for Christmas. Did you? That was our little... Oh, it's great. I mean, it's it's soap opera and it is. Well, someone described it to me as soap opera in spandex. That's and great, that's when yes. it made sense to me. I sort of finally understood that you know it's it, it's 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 a mix of sort of theatricality and 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 stunt work and mm. choreography and showmanship. I like the bit in it where when they someone says, "Oh, it's all fake, isn't it?" And then he says, "It's yeah, not fake. It's not fake. It's fixed. It's fixed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. fake." Yeah. Which is true, isn't it? Cause, I mean, well, because they break their limbs, I mean, and a yeah. lot of them are really damaged and broken from from uh, you know years of doing this stuff. I mean, it's. Uh, it's absolutely crazy. I went to when I was at WrestleMania. Uh, I was sat near the front, you know, because Dwayne can get good seats. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, good seats. You know, yeah, yeah. he knows some people, and um, <laughs> and they bring in a cage. I'd love to have to come out his ex- exit right, as well. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a flamethrower, <laughs> and um, and they, there was a cage match with uh, uh, the Undertaker and Shane McMahon, who is the son of the billionaire owner of, of course, WWE. Yeah. So you'd think he'd have an easy ride. Mm. This guy climbs on the top of this sort of fifteen-foot cage jumped off to try and land on The Undertaker who was lying on one of those announcer's desks oh. but the, the, the Undertaker rolled out of the way and Shane went through the sort of the, the plywood desk and landed on the floor and I'm peering there looking for the crash mats yeah. and the St John's ambulance How'd you fake that? Nothing! Just like, they just fit, he just smashed through a wooden table Wow! It was mad! And that's the owner's son? That's the owner's son! <laughs> I think he's trying to impress Daddy. <laughs> Crikey! Well, so what? What bit of the uh, what bit of the Undertaker is he using from his own personality? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose maybe he's got. It's that they're sort of playing on. Maybe he's a bit of a, a morose fella. Yeah, um, like King of the Goths, isn't he? Yeah, there you are. Let's be honest. What do you think I would be? 
well, it's not for me to decide. You need to think what part of your personality would you would you dial up? Oh, God. Could <laughs> <laughs> I dial it up anymore, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> not on this show. Uh, Louise says, uh, now you're a huge Hollywood A-lister, uh, yeah. do, you have, uh, do you have a rider? Do you have things, uh, you know, when you demand things in your... Uh... Ah, this is going to shock you. I do like some fresh grapefruit juice. What? Yeah. Do you demand that? that? Isn't that um, appalling? Very That's LA. Isn't shocking, isn't it? You would do. Very yeah. LA. I just like, I like the sharp tang. I prefer a grapefruit to an orange juice. Yeah. Controversial. I know a lot of people will refuse to see the film now, but um, <laughs> that's how I feel. They were just about <laughs> they to were just about buy click. the tickets. <laughs> uh, so it's on now. It's all, it's all, all cinemas. You can see everywhere, mate. It's all over the place. Absolutely everywhere. It's, it's going to be the number one film in the UK this weekend. That's what we're hoping. Absolutely. I can't see anything beating it. What else? There's nothing else well, on, Well, they're re-releasing the Oscar films, which is annoying, because they've had their chance. That's as bang out of order. Yeah, <laughs> they had their moment. Yeah, that's I shouldn't have mentioned that. They're all going to rush to see uh, the Oscar stuff. Yeah, then. I think if, if someone... It's already on DVD. Don't worry about it. It'll be on Sky, yeah. Sky Movies in a couple of weeks. This is and also, couple... just to remind you, I'm, I'm here to talk about Fight With My Family, not Tooth Fairy, no, which yes. we talked about almost as much. <laughs> and listen, I'm very proud of it. You know, It's a terrific movie, lest we forget. Julie Andrews also in that film. Of course. There you go. Is she in the... Yes. Guys, you... He's too excited about that. And now, the new I'm one. excited about the new one. <laughs> you brought it up. I know, it's my fault. No, Fighting With My Family is out now at the cinema... Written and directed, and if I might say, starring. Well, that's a bit. Stephen rich. Merchant. He's in that's it. It's not going to get him in the theatre. He's in it for a bit, but it's nice <laughs> to see you in it. Of course, it and is. And a hell of a moustache, isn't it? Yeah. Fake or <laughs> fake? Please, no, 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 no. It's lovely moustache. Yeah, it's quite tash. creepy, isn't it? Yeah, it is creepy. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, very funny, heartwarming uh, film. Go and see it with your your your. your your teenage kids, your mum, your gran, it's a film for all the families. Really lovely. If you've ever had a fight with your family, it's, this is the one for you. There you are. Uh, these people take it to a hell of a level. <laughs> uh, but it's wonderful. Uh, starring uh, Nick Frost and Lena uh, Headey and uh, Vince Vaughan, Dwayne Johnson, Stephen himself, and Florence Pugh, who is... Exceptional. Wow. If you've not seen her in anything before, you will be blown away. I'd never seen her in anything. Yeah. She's phenomenal. She is. She's one of those people I wish I could buy shares in them. Yes. You know, because they're going to be a huge star. Absolutely. So go and see that. That's all cinemas right now, fighting with my family. Thanks for coming in, Pat. I appreciate you having me. Thank you, guys. Absolute pleasure. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks for having me. And I hope your boyfriend uh, enjoys the rest of Cambodia. (laughs) Stop it. Teasing me. Have a lovely Sunday. I'll see you next week. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.